calling the national championship dogs with Chansey and she. And uh, man, it's, it's been a long time. It's been a while. We, uh, we we didn't know how to set our equipment up. It's been so long. <laughs> but the one thing that hasn't changed is the dogs are still national champions. And uh, buddy, I'm never gonna get tired of saying it. As you shouldn't. I. When was the so did we record what was it a week or two after the the natty? So yeah, yeah I think it took us took us a week about a week to recuperate and then a week to to get ready to record it. That's that, how long it took. That's right. We were talking about it. If if we had tried to record that same week, it would have been we would have sounded like a couple of bullfrogs trying to you know <laughs> have a conversation. I guess. Uh, no man, it's um, yeah, it's still surreal. I mean, I I think you probably feel the same way it's just one of those things that i don't know if i'll ever really get used to it until we start to play uh you know the next season but at this point and i think you and i were texting about this other day at this point the only thing that's gonna the only good that's gonna come out of this whole waiting period between you know being the national champions and all that is this might be the shortest off season of our lifetime because Nobody wants us to. I mean, we we want to hold on to that title as long as we possibly can, and obviously, you know, there's a ticker going on, and everybody just want everybody else wants that to go a lot quicker. So, anyway, we're uh, yeah, man, we're just gonna enjoy it while we can. It's so true because it takes. I feel like every other off season, we're like, gosh, it's dragging, and we're just we're waiting to get our our shot again. And we have all this. Then over the course of that off season, we're just building up hope of what could be, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and playing this all out in our heads, and how this is all going to go. Well, in, and, a, in a normal off season, it takes like six months to go to to get to now in March. You know, <laughs> so uh, I, 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 it definitely has felt a lot quicker this way this uh, time around. Well, and I and I think too. I every now and then I'll catch myself and I'll just I'll think, what what will it feel like? What will the season actually feel like when it's we, we, we don't we've 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 climbed over this mountain and I and I feel like I feel like we're gonna immediately kind of get back into the into the rhythm of like this is this is what we're gunning for. This is what we're. It, we're, we're, we're going to get back into that mode. It, it's going to happen, and I don't think it will take long. I mean, obviously having a huge first game of the season against Oregon and Atlanta, uh, I think we'll get back into the mode pretty quick. But it, it does – it presents some new challenges because we're going to – over the course of this offseason, we'll talk about um, – we're, we're going to talk here in a little bit about all the guys that we're losing to the draft, and we're going to have a lot of guys that are coming back that are national champions that are thinking, I'm the guy. Yeah. Uh, this is we're the, we're the guys that, yeah. that did this, and it's going to be like well, a lot of the guys that were the guys are gone, <laughs> and, and so what are you going to do to to step up and and make that happen? And it's going to be interesting the mentality and how Kirby can kind of can kind of deal with that as we progress through this offseason. But but also from a fan perspective, it's just going to be weird. We've just not, in our lifetime we've never had anything like this, and we don't know what it's what it's going to feel like to to kick off in 2022 and, and be reigning national champions until next, until January of 2023. And, um, and it's a, it's a weird thing. And we're, we're going to have the, we've had the target on our back, at least in the SEC East, but it's going to be interesting to see what that, that looks like uh, coming into, coming into this year. And my God, am I excited for just a change of pace um, <laughs> to, to be, to view this season, maybe a little differently. Like I said, I feel like we'll be back in the, in the regular swing of thing with anxiety and uh, nervousness uh, off the charts, but uh, man, it feels good right now. Um, I've still spent uh, an exorbitant amount of money on on paraphernalia and as, as just, you're wearing your your as I'm wearing a hat. Pack. This this was given as a gift, so I didn't pay for this one, but I have paid for stuff that I have paid a stupid amount for. <laughs> and um, but it's but it is it is what it is, and I will continue to do that. I will continue to spend stupid amounts of money on stuff that doesn't cost <laughs> that is entirely overpriced yeah. because of what's on it and I will not bat an eye. So <laughs> that is where I'm at. You know what saved me a lot of money? And 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 no offense to you, I hate that logo. I, I hate the, the, the logo <laughs> with the spiked collar. And because of that, it's been plastered on anything and everything that I would probably buy. I mean Dude, just get like put the old dog logo on it and put national no, yeah. champions 2021 or whatever. Like I'm, I, I, I buy that in a heartbeat. I 
probably pay double the price. But no, man, it's got a uh, which you know it's not terrible. I just I I hate the collar as yeah. part of you know we've talked about this before. I hate the collar as part of our. I mean it's it's cool like on the actual dog and all that, but like the cartoon side of it mm-hmm. is just I hate it. And, and and it obviously reminds me of the Nike bulldog logo that's right. just absolutely right. hideous mm-hmm. uh, that we've incorporated in way too many things. Anyway, that is all to say. Yes, the outlook on this season is just going to be it's it's going to be completely different, but it's going to be the same because right. we're going to be coming in and we're defending the title for the first time, like you said, in our lifetime. But at the same time, like nothing's going to change with how hungry our players are going to be, our coaching staff is going to be, our fans are going to be. And, I mean, I guarantee you, we're, you and I are going to walk into. Well, I mean, I'm assuming we're both going to be going to that football game just just because. But, I mean, we'll walk, probably walk into that hellhole of a stadium in Atlanta against Oregon and s- still feel that just anxious, nervousness, you know, you name it, and just butterflies in our stomach. And um, that's the beauty of college football, man. I mean, we get to, you know, not to be philosophical here, but, you know, we get to reset every year, you know. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the autumn brings the football season kind of thing, right? And, uh, man, I, I, I am – already looking forward to it as a defending champion but it's also like man you look at our schedule next year and obviously we're getting way ahead of ourselves here but you look at our schedule man it's uh it's pretty favorable so get over well, that man. get over that first game and you're feeling pretty good also Bo Nix is going to be the quarterback <laughs> <laughs> which is which is exciting and yeah. just uh and uh, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty it's gonna be pretty cool. And, and like I say, I want us to our, our hits. I want us to be focused because you got Dan Lanning, who um, obviously was our national champion uh, defensive coordinator, who was a critical piece of what made us what we were uh, coming into the season. And he would love nothing more than to dethrone the the reigning national champions uh, in his first game as a head coach. And uh, so it's go- it's going to be interesting. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, of storylines that are coming into to this season that I'm excited about. And I'm obviously just looking at this through rose colored glasses and just seeing it in, in just a very just very distorted way. You've earned that. You've earned yeah. that. Oh, absolutely. And I am going to ride this train. All of domination. <laughs> I don't give a damn. I still got my flag up on my truck like it's gonna stay there probably until we are no longer national champions so and you know what the, actually i did have to take it off the other day because I, I went in the airport and they have a parking deck and you know i didn't want that thing to get ripped off but then but then i put it right back on right 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 right, 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 right. it's it's very very important but it's and, and i'm and like i said i'm gonna act a fool the whole time i think I think you need to. Um, I, I would love for you to explain to everybody what you have been doing with your with your son, who's almost a year old, which is crazy. What what tradition have you guys put in place that I'm just very proud of, and it makes it gets me a little teary eyed <laughs> just thinking about <laughs> well, how you're raising him so well at such a young age. I, I do appreciate the uh, the kudos there. I, I yeah, we we have every every Saturday that we've actually spent you know in at the house. It's not it's not a wake up and Saturday morning cartoon type situation, right? We we got film study in the morning, and film study is it's either we watch the entire highlight, which is you know the Hayden YT or boy, you know he's got the what thirty minute highlight of the national championship, or we just watch the fourth quarter, <laughs> and you know it'll be kind of a you know get up and he'll, you know he'll have his bottle, and then you know what. We're just going to sit here and enjoy this, and, and sometimes we'll just turn it right back again right after we watch it, you know, and then you get once you get to the point where Stetson is sitting there balling and you're balling, you know, you might as well just rewind the whole thing. <laughs> you're balling. Asher's just wailing and crying. Naturally, you know, naturally Asher is, uh, um, yeah, no, he's, that's that's just what he's supposed to do anyway, so. Uh, right. No, it, it is funny, though, because he is, he loves the TV. He doesn't know what's going on. He just sees flashing lights, but he will just stare at it. So I'm like, man, this dude's gonna love the dogs. But he's—we <laughs> already knew that. We are—he doesn't have to be watching the TV to know that. But yeah, man. Well, it's, the uh, dude—the dude is already—he's already so spoiled, and it's like I'm already gonna look at him differently and just be like, I'm—he's gonna be three years old, and I'm, I'm like, you don't understand. 
you haven't lived through it. Oh, he's going to know. <laughs> as soon as he understands words, I'm just going to be like, you, you're, you're, you're a spoiled kid, and there's nothing that your parents can do to explain to you how bad we had it. Uh, but it's, um, but it, no, it's, it's, it's awesome. Not, I, I mean, I not, not just with the dogs. I mean, he won a world series in his lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's stupid, yeah. but, um, but anyway, it's, uh, it, it's exciting and, and it's fun, man. It's just, it's just, it's just exciting to be able to come into this and, and be relaxed and just, and just have something to, to, to be excited about. And, um, and it's already flying. I mean, like we were talking about. Uh, my birthday coming up, and like I don't even, I don't even thought about my birthday. I already got my birthday present. Dogs, dogs win. <laughs> it's just that will take any birthday uh, forever. But uh, but but it's but it's been it's been special and it's been funny to talk to my to my to my family about it and and just to and talk to friends and uh, it was people I haven't seen in a while and you come up to them and I haven't been able to talk to the game about them yet and then we just get back into it and talking about what happened and. I was talking to some people today about it, and it just it just comes up all the time, and I'm never going to get tired of, of reliving it and uh, and talk about what we were able to experience while we were there, and um, it, it's just it's it's really cool, and uh, it will not stop being cool. I was having to go through my phone today, through some pictures, and I got to our I got to Indianapolis, and I'm just like, oh man, and it just all kind of comes back over you, and and and. and just just tough to describe so um i'll i could just we could just do every episode moving forward could just be about that and we never have to do anything else again (laughs) i can i can still sit here and ramble about it but um the the experience it's been been fun it really was one of those things that i it i it's almost like when you go back and 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 try to think about it again you're almost just reliving again because it just felt like it was a dream and and now I mean thinking about it and going uh, going back and look at some of these pictures you know all I can think about is just like you know that game in the moment was so slow you know I've just felt like every second was an hour and then the next thing you know it's like you see the confetti just raining from the ceiling and I'm and I'm like what what happened and, and but I mean. And that's, I think, we talked about it in, in the previous episode when we were recapping the national championship itself. But, you know, I think a lot of it was just like the emotional toll that and, and the roller coaster that we went through. I mean, I've never, I mean, you know, hey, we can only do so much as fans. But, I mean, what I felt like the energy we were putting out there was ferocious. <laughs> I mean, and so, uh, you know, I just, I think I remember just being so, I mean, I wanted to go party afterwards, and we did. Uh, I mean, like we talked about, I, me and my brother, we didn't get back to the uh, hotel room until about four o'clock in the morning. Um, the thing is, we only had like one beer and and, and like one shot <laughs> because it was just like everywhere was so slammed. But it, it was just one of those things that it didn't really. I just remember being so exhausted that night, and it wasn't even just like, oh, we we were drinking all day or we stayed up late or whatever. It was just like that game just took it out of me. And I think that's how, you know, I think that's why these guys are just so proud to, to be playing for the G and all that. So, um, man, yeah, we could really, I mean, I think we can make an entire, another episode just talking about that game and, and, and be completely fine with that. Yeah, it uh, it, it really is. Um, I, I kind of catch myself going back into to that moment uh, pretty regularly. And uh, you, you brought up a good point of, when we're watching these highlights, you still don't want to forget what you, you when you said it the other day. It made me. It, I have. It has made me rethink how I'm. I'm thinking about all this. Is like you got to remember what how you saw it. You got to remember how it was when you were there, and um, especially when especially with the pick six, it's one of those things that you got to remember exactly what you how you saw it because I actually remember when I saw it initially. I thought Chris Smith had caught the ball. And I still, I, I, it kind of messed me up because he was running out ahead of Keeley, and I thought he was the one that got it. And that's how I, and obviously I saw that wrong, but it was just one of those things that, and you just remember how it all plays out, and and, and keeping track of that because you don't want the highlight to be how you remember what that, what those moments were like, and um, and and it's 
it's really cool to, to, to go back and, and, and rethink about that. And, and it was just a special time. I mean, us getting to sit together and us getting to, and, and being with family and, 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 and seeing, seeing guys and, and realizing how many people were there who have people had traveled from all over. And it's just, it's cool to, it's cool to sit back and think about when people talk about, I, I, I try to explain to people why I care so much about this and, while we were there, what we experienced is like, that's, that's why I give a crap about this stuff. And it was just getting to see like D-Buck when we got to see him and he's living in Texas and he's there during that game and doesn't tell us he's there and just shows up and we'll, I'm still going to give him hell about that forever. That schmuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's a perfect word for it. You damn schmuck. And, um, and, but just, but like to see him and to see so many people that we got to see and you with your brother, me with my cousin, us together, it was just like, and so many of those situations and I had some buddies a lot of buddies that traveled up there and um and it was just one of those things that when I try to explain it to people I'm like that's that's what it is it it brings people from all over the country to this one random place in Indianapolis Indiana for this one time for this for this three for us it would be like six hours um time that doesn't it doesn't make sense but man it will change your life and um, and that was that's that's what sticks with you and and with all the the heartbreak and things that you've gone through and to go through all that and to get to just sit there and relive those moments and it kind of encapsulate all the things that we've been through over the years and the memories uh, and then to have that redemption uh, in that moment but be able to share it with each other that's what makes it just it just takes it to a whole different place and, and it's hard to explain that to people but that's how I try to explain it to people it's it it, it, it covers the, the whole world um, wherever the dogs are and, and it just it brings people together and and that's why it's uh, that's why it doesn't it's it's absolutely insane how much we care about this stuff <laughs> and I'll be the first one to admit it but um, but that's that's what it that that's what it's all about, and bringing people together and and, and people that uh, may not get to spend time together otherwise, and uh, so that's I don't know I'm not gonna, I'm not meaning to get down that rabbit hole again, but it's just it's just really cool. It's been a cool few months to see people experience that and and um, and us be a part of that. So. And we're done. All right. Thank you for listening to Calling the Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> no man, that's uh. That's about as well put as I've heard it. And, um, you know, the only thing I'll add is like, you know, you're talking about like, you know, it seems crazy how much we care about it. But it, I feel like it's one of the few things. And sometimes in this crazy world, it makes sense, man. You know, sometimes you mm-hmm. just like it's not even a, I don't know, like I, you and I grew up Georgia fans and, and would have been Georgia Bulldogs for life, regardless of whether or not we went to the university of Georgia and thank the good Lord we did. Um, but it, 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 it's, it's really just always been a part of us as Georgians and, you know, and, and, and living in the state and, and being proud of where we're from. And especially with, I mean, you know, a lot of our, it's it, it's a little bit different these days. A lot of our roster is actually made up of guys that are you know as far away from you know as California, uh, you know or Washington State or, or wherever, and um, you know it used to be where I mean these guys were always local um, for the most part or a lot of Georgia boys and and now you look at guys like you know Jordan Davis being from North Carolina, you know you get Nicobe Dean from Mississippi, uh, but then you still got guys that you know like Trayvon Walker, you know who's from uh, where's he from? He went to Upson Lee, you know, that area, uh, Upson County. And he just, you know, these these guys, it doesn't matter what state they're from, when they decided to put on that G and come to this to this program, be a part of this university and be a part of this championship, you know, they're, they're dogs for life. They're Georgians to me, you know. And, and that's, I don't know, that's what makes it so much more special than a, than an NFL team. Like I'm never gonna be. I'm 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 sorry, Falcons guys, but like I'm never gonna be this big of an Atlanta Falcons fan. Like it's just it's just a completely different feeling. College football in general is just a completely different feeling. But what the way that I feel about the Georgia football program, and 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 what it's been meant to me my entire life, you know, just as as a fan, has just been completely different than you know, hey, 
these are guys that we are writing on this huge contracts, we're drafting or whatever willy-nilly. They're from all over the country. They didn't decide to come here. And that's the difference. You know, these guys decided to come here whether or not they were from Georgia or not um, and, and, and play for the University of Georgia. So, um, man, it just one of those things that I think you and I keep on, like, just echoing each other about how just the magnitude of what this, this like, this win what meant for this entire program, but then also just like for us individually. So, man, it's just been a it's been a fun ride. A- again, we're 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 not going to be bashful about about this whole thing. We will absolutely let people know that the dogs won. Uh, by the way, I, I went uh, went skiing with my father-in-law and brother-in-law <clears throat> last week, and uh, you know we got on the chairlift. I so I put. I have, you know, out west you have to wear a helmet, right? So I put little, I got these like mini, you know, the mini Georgia football helmets or whatever. I bought a, mm-hmm. bought a decal set, right? And so I got these like thick stickers that decals that these G's that I put on the side of my black helmet, which is it makes it look pretty, pretty, pretty cool, right? You know, or at least I thought it did. And so of course everybody, you know, most people recognized them or whatnot, and. uh Anyway, we got a lot of. I got a lot of congrats, man. There really wasn't any hostility. I did see one Gator fan, and uh, pass him it. I, I wanted to say another four-letter word to him, uh, followed by a three-letter word, but um, I was I was pretty cordial. I was just like, "Hey, man, go dogs!" and I and I left him in the dust. <laughs> I don't know what he said because he was eating my snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rather the snow. Um, but no, the the funniest thing though was we got in on on a on a ski lift. I know this is kind of beside the point. Uh, we got on a, on a, on a chair with a Texas A and M fan. We found that out like halfway up the the lift, and just like, oh man, yeah. Well, I'm just I, sorry we left you to to be in in, in misery by yourself these days. And he's like. What do, you, what do you mean? I was like, well, I mean, well, it used to be like we hadn't won a championship since 1980, but y'all haven't won a championship since 1938. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like, he's like, how did you know that? And he's like, he's like, I barely even knew that. I was like, man, when you got when you when you're in that kind of company, like you you know who's there with you, and you know where they stand. So anyway, I just thought it was funny. I was like, well, good thing we kind of reset that. Uh, <laughs> Sucks to be you. Good luck in the next twenty years. Maybe maybe you'll make it uh, to to century a full century without a championship. <laughs> God bless. Oh, that's funny. Well, uh, besides all of our gushing and looking at we're over twenty minutes into this, and we're uh, and we may do that forever. We may just every episode may take a good twenty minutes just to just to recap that we're we still are, national champs. We are unashamed. Absolutely. And so, uh, but things did happen uh since we last spoke actually a lot of stuff and we've had a lot of life happen since we uh last got together and so we uh wanted some time to to get back and and get rolling and um we have had a lot that's happened um i think the probably where where would you like to start what would be the where you want to where you want to go from here because we had a few a few things that have um transpired i can't remember I I can't really remember what all the notes were. Let's just go ahead and jump into it. Well, I mean, there's not a whole lot to discuss on this. Matt Luke, uh, he decided that he... I think he he basically just said he wanted to spend more time with his family, right? I mean, is he retiring from coaching? That's what it it sounded like. I I don't think... um, Some people were saying initially, and this kind of stuff's always going to come out, that he was encouraged to leave... Uh, that there was rumors of that floating. I don't feel like that was the case because it was a very late move in the whole process. And and yeah, it it would have definitely been right after the yeah, season. Yeah, so if, I, that that kind of that kind of move just it, it or that kind of rumor just didn't make sense to me. Um, but so he made that new move that uh he said that and that he wanted to take some time, be with his family, and heck, why not after winning a national championship? And if that's what you're planning on doing, there's no better time than then. Uh, at that moment, and so he left us kind of out of the blue. But um, if that's the choice he wants to make, by all means, make that make that call for for you and for your people. Um, but looks like we uh, have picked up uh, Stacy uh, Cyril's. Is that how, is that is that how you say that? I really I remember it 
I remember when we had him, but I've never I've know. never he's, known how to say it his name correctly. I, I I think so. Yeah, he he was at uh, North Carolina before he left, and you know what that that wasn't my favorite high uh, most most favorite hire. Um, I just really feel like he. I, I feel like so he was here during the Rutera, obviously, and I think there were some people that were were kind of turned off by him. And, and the reports coming from North Carolina that I've read, where they were happy that he was heading out, given I don't know, man, Kirby is such a great manager from you know the coaching level all the way down to the player and support level, you know. So I don't know. It it could be not a non-issue, but it wasn't my uh, favorite hire that we've had here uh, recently. Yeah, and I I just don't. I feel like there's a lot of young talent out there, and I just don't know why we would go that route. Um, especially when, I mean, a guy who's been in it for a long time, but at the same time has not really produced anything, especially on the recruiting trail. Uh, to me, that's what kind of makes this an interesting move it feels very fast it feels like a very fast hire i mean because it had to be if if matt luke did not give a lot of heads up you didn't really have much of a time to prepare for was that two weeks ago when was that uh yeah well we hired stacy looks like um Right, beginning of March, last day of I think we were first day. Of, I think it was like maybe March first or March second, because um, Matt Luke looks like he was about third week of February, and um, and then we we hired Cyril's back uh, right at the beginning of March, so just a couple weeks ago, um, and, and it was just one of those things. I I feel like based on the hire. It had to have been a very sudden, spur of the moment situation. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm definitely kind of in, in your camp. It, it very well meet. I feel like it's going to be nothing, or it's going to be something in the wrong direction. I don't feel like this is going to be. He so all of a sudden being with us is going to take it to a whole new level. I mean, my my concern my concern is recruiting, and and, and is he going to be the guy that's going to be able to pull this top talent that we're looking for on a regular basis. And um, so I, th- that's really where my concern is. I mean, I think we got, I think we got the, and the fact that we're um, with having to shape, to kind of reshape our offensive line. We got the guys coming back and, and things of that nature, but it's, are we going to be able to create that chemistry um, after having, with Jamari leaving, are we going to be able to create the chemistry of what what we need for for this upcoming season because um, we're, our offensive line is gonna our offensive line is really gonna have to step up this season because there's going to be a drop in defensive performance and so we've got to be able to put up points quickly and often um, this year and um, so anyway having an offensive line is critical for that so I don't know uh, it's just one of those things that. I feel like in a non-championship winning season, you have we have much more aggressive thoughts about this. Oh, we definitely would. We would be uh, very concerned <laughs> if we're not coming off of uh, you know having a ring on my finger. So, um, but but I feel like this is one we're just gonna have to wait and see. Uh, it's gonna be kind of kind of early to early to tell. Well, um, I, I still you know reeling back from that a little bit. I mean, I still am. I, I, I feel very confident in Kirby's decision making. Uh, I trust him and, and his personnel decisions, especially. Um, obviously, he's got a great track record. Even bringing in young guys like Dan Lanning, you know, and uh, Trey Scott. Like, I mean, those are, those are guys that have proven themselves. And obviously, Dan Lanning proved it enough to where he's off to Oregon to be the head coach. Um, Glenn Schumann. That was that was that was what I didn't understand though. Just kind of go back to is why we didn't go at least go after a young upcoming guy, up and coming guy. That was kind of one of my, that was like where I felt like we it would have been a good opportunity. There's just so much young talent out there, guys moving up the ranks that Kirby would have been able to. You want a young guy that can connect with if they're not if they haven't been proven, at least a guy that can connect with these guys on the recruiting trail. And and Stacy might be that guy. I mean, he might be able to do that, but I, I don't know. That that was just my 
I'm I'm with you. I trust Kirby, but it was that was just kind of where my head went. No, trust me. I'm I'm I was not uh, overly impressed with that hire, but I also I don't know. I I may be wrong here, but I feel like the offensive lineman uh, position group coaches. I I don't know if I've ever really seen a guy who's who's young. Like you know, you see receivers coaches or linebackers coaches that are younger fellas, but I I mean the 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 big boys. I mean I feel like it's usually an older fella. Uh, at least on the offensive side, so I, I, I may be wrong there, but I, I feel like just observationally, that's that's what I've seen. Um, it's um, it's a little bit of a concern until it's not a concern. I mean, you know, let's see what spring the spring football, which I think started yesterday or today, is that mm-hmm. right? Started yesterday. Uh, as of as of us recording this, started yeah, yesterday. Yeah, on Tuesday. Uh, so that's that's kind of one of those things that. We'll see how this spring turns out for for a lot in a lot of different ways. Honestly, I mean, I I as we as I'm looking at it right now, replacing what eighty percent of our defense, if not more, uh, we got guys. Especially our front seven will be fine. I, I feel very confident that especially our inside linebackers will be fine. Nolan obviously will hold down that edge position. We'll get some other guys in there as well. Uh, Safeties are going to be a big thing. I mean, you know, we we we're going to lose scene. We still got Smith, but who's going to who's going to fill in for scene? And then Dar- Darion Kendrick, I think we have found more and more that he he was more impressive than we realized he was last season. I mean, I know everybody just thought he was a really solid player, uh, but he was he was pretty much lights out and uh, reminded me, you know, now looking back at the season, reminds me a lot of how DeAndre Baker shut guys down. So there's a lot of a lot of uh, talent and production uh, to to replace on the defensive side of the ball, and then on the offensive side of the ball, are we going to see a transition into something a little bit more um, up tempo? You know, are we going to see something where we're going to be trying to compensate for the defensive side of the ball a little bit more? Um, I'll be honest. I don't think so. I think we're going to see a very similar product that we did last year and just maybe a little less talented and hopefully, sorry, a little less talented on the defensive side of the ball, but hopefully we are seeing guys emerge on the on the offensive side of the ball that are going to be difference makers. But, yeah, it's going to be a very similar style and scheme. And uh, like we talked about, I mean, with our schedule coming up this year, I, I don't know if it's going to be that big of a of a, of a, of a concern, honestly. Yeah, I'm 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 with you for sure. I, I I'm excited to see uh, we've got, and also as of today, we've actually had a lot of guys that have been hurt, and are going to miss the spring. Um, we got guys like Darnell, um, Brock Bowers, who had an injury actually before the national championship that we knew of that we knew he was going to get a surgery that was going to probably take him out for the spring, so he's not going to be practicing the spring. We don't really need him to take any more snaps than necessary. <laughs> uh, um, the no, dude knowing that guy's very... work ethic, man. <laughs> Do you remember the – so was it the preview of the Orange Bowl or the or the – one of the, the playoff games was like showing him about like during COVID or whatever, you know, out in, you know, California. What a great state. Um <laughs> Out in California, you know, he couldn't do anything. You couldn't even go to the damn playground to go work out or whatever, you know, or the gym or anything like that. So he had to go run the hill. And it's, it, yeah, he was just in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just running. Awesome, man. That guy, that guy is a stud. I think everybody well, knew heck, that he was they, a hard worker, but what he did last season, I mean, we can't talk about him enough. I mean, he and they—they already posted. He posted a picture or something of him in a sling, doing, doing like squats. I mean, he was—he was doing something, and he—he he had just. I mean, his arm is still like in a sling from the procedure, and he's out there doing. It's leg day. Yeah. I mean, he can't do. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't matter, and uh, and so offensively, offensively, I almost feel. I think from we're, we're losing. Obviously, we're losing Cook and uh, and Zamir and Pickens and losing some talent there. But I think really across the board, we're, we're, we're our talent level is rising up, and we should see 
to me, there should be a little more, there won't be a change offensively, but there should be a variety in terms of who our playmakers are. And we should have some other guys that are able to step up and, and be able to spread the ball. I think we will pass a little more because we're just, we've got so many weapons on the outside that I just feel like we're going to, we're going to be able to, it's going to make too much sense not to. When you got, if we're able to get Darnell and Brock, uh, 100% healthy, um, and Delp's going to be out there too. So you've got you've got all these well, that's, just monsters. That's the positive out of all of it is Oscar Delp's going to get a lot of reps. And, and so there's a lot of <laughs> we, have, we have so many large humans yeah. that are just going to be able to catch the ball that it's just I want a I want a I want five five set five wide set with three tight ends <laughs> just spread out across the field <laughs> and and uh, and we're so, I mean we got, we still got talent at running back but obviously and uh, but I, I'm just that having those types of playmakers at tight end position is a um, it, it's just I, I think it's going to be a, and having another year just under Brock's belt I mean I don't think there's going to be a drop I, I feel like he's just the way he works he's going to be he's only going to get better guys we're going to be double teaming him it's going to leave all of these guys open and losing Jermaine to to, to Bama um, we're still going to have we've got a bunch of guys uh, like here so they're just going to be out there making plays and um, so I I feel good about the offensive side of the ball so as long as Kind of going back to this point where offensive line, if we've got some chemistry there, we've, we're, we're able to get back to where where we want to be. Uh, I, I feel I feel good about our – I feel like we're going to progress well on the offensive side of the ball. Having Munkin come back, God, to be three seasons in a row, we got the same offensive coordinator. Praise the Lord. Um, that is just uh, – because we were expecting that he was going to go. And so far, I mean, Lord willing, nothing's going to change there. I don't know why it would at this point, but um, – that my, I think that will prove to be a bigger deal than we we realize because um, just that consistency in this day and age is not, especially after winning a national championship, is just not heard of. I mean, you normally nobody keeps their coaching staff, especially their coordinators, after a national championship. They get picked up to go somewhere else or get a head coaching gig, right. and um, and that just it did it didn't happen. Um, so a lot of talk of him going to the NFL. Unfortunately, uh, that that didn't pan out for us. Um, but uh, he, he'll be very well compensated uh, at Georgia, so I'm not really concerned about that. Um, so uh, let's see. We got uh, and um, and uh, we've got uh, obviously there are some other uh, coaching um, coaching hires in, in the mix, and so we got a little bit of a new looking staff. Um, we talked about Glenn Schumann a second ago. Him and Will Muschamp. That's going to be an interesting dynamic. Uh, with them being co co DCs def- defensive coordinators, what what are your thoughts on that? Did we even talk about that last time? No, we didn't. I, and, and to be honest with you, I don't think we talked about anything that wasn't you know. Did we even talk about Brian McClendon? I think we talked about. Did we? I think we brought him up. I don't know if we did, man. Or no, we may not have. I really don't know if we did because, um, I'm pretty sure that happened. Well, let's talk about well it now. afterwards. Let's Brian talk about McClendon, it it's coming in. <laughs> it's. Wait, is he going to be the 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 run the receivers coach? Receivers okay. coach. Okay, I can't remember. <laughs> I mean he, I mean he's he's been he's been all over the place, man. He's done done a bunch of different position groups, and um, no, I love that. It's it's funny because yeah, and we hired Bobo to be some sort of analyst. <laughs> I'm looking at here. He is a quality control analyst. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's what Will Muschamp was, and now he's. Co-defensive coordinator. So <laughs> whatever that means. So the 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 thing is, Kirby realizes that all these guys are all dogs. You know, Muschamp went and he was a, a Florida Gator head coach. You know, our double agent over there. Um, and I know you. I think it took you a little bit longer to to get over that than it than it did me. But you know, it kind of one of those things is that I knew that Muschamp was a really damn good coach. He's just not meant to be a head coach. And I think he finally accepted his role, and now he's won a national championship. Which, I mean, I think he did. He do that at Texas. He was there when they won the national championship, right? He was a defensive coordinator. Yeah. But you know, at the same time, you know, you've got a guy who has been a a career SEC guy since he left from Texas. Um, I think that uh, you know what we're seeing from him has been completely invaluable, and and we're 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 sitting here just. I mean, with a plethora of riches 
I mean, it just is crazy that we are being uh, that we're able to bring these guys back. Like you know, a former offensive coordinator at Auburn is going to be our quality control guy. You know, a former head coach at, at Florida is 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 our co-defensive coordinator. Used to be a special teams coach. Used to be a quality control support guy. You know, what what can't Kirby do? As a as a manager, I don't know. <laughs> as a head coach manager, I, he is he has done it all. It's crazy, uh, you know. And and Saban, you know, of course he's a Nick Saban protege. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things that he's he's Saban has done it. Saban has done it with it. Bill O'Brien, Butch Jones, all been on on the Saban staff, obviously. But Butch Jones, I don't know, does he still have a job over there? Ah, uh, who knows? No one cares. <laughs> it's not. It's not relevant. But we are looking at a a very solid staff that we're putting together. A lot of guys that are homegrown, bringing them back home, uh, and we're uh, I'm I'm loving seeing that. McClendon's going to be a really good recruiter. I definitely agree. Uh, McClendon's going to be. I mean, that's why we brought him. The guy's uh, incredible recruiter, and. And he's also talking about Muschamp being an SEC guy. The guy has also made his rounds um, and has also been interim head coach in multiple places. So the dude is – the dude's legit, and we, we knew that a long time ago. Um, so I feel great about – that hire is slam dunk, feel phenomenal about it. We're going to keep great guys coming in, and I think he's going to take our receivers to a new level. So I'm pumped about that. Uh, for the most part, our coaching moves and things like that, I, I'm – I feel very solid about. Uh, we'll we'll find out about uh, we'll find out about the offensive line with Stacy and, and go from there. But overall, I'm pumped about it. We've got a long time to be able to talk about all that kind of stuff and see how spring goes. As like we talked about, just getting revved up. But I think the big thing that happened uh, over the last couple of weeks is there was an NFL Combine, and at this NFL Combine, we owned it. It was only us. We were the only people that were there. If you actually go back and look at NFL's Twitter account, like the official NFL Twitter account, it is just dogs. <laughs> it's just them talking about how freaking good our guys are and how well they played or how well they performed at the Combine. And my God, man, uh, it was unreal. Absolutely unreal. They really did. I mean, the guys just – I think they talked about it being like this is the Georgia Combine. This is not the NFL Combine, and we, they put on a show. And I, I think we talked about you know the forty time and the, the bench press are really the only two things that I, you know, pay a decent amount of attention to. And the forty times, you know, the guys that actually ran it, of the guys that ran it, we only had one guy who was slower than five a five second. Uh, 40 which is incredible um you know we have guys that are 350 pounds <laughs> yeah yeah so three i think at the time jordan davis ran it at 340 he ran a, a, a 478 which is ungodly like <laughs> that's just one of those things that you look at that and and i mean if if, if he's not a first rounder i don't know who is because that that is just an incredible feat um, but anyway, I, I will say this, you know, him and, uh, Devontae Wyatt, they were number one and number two as the, as the 40 times at, at the defensive tackle interior line defensive lineman. So that doesn't count the defensive ends. Um, you know, if you look at Trayvon Walker, he's considered an edge guy. And I think, I think I'm pretty sure that defensive ends and outside linebackers are all considered that edge position in the in the uh, combines and the pro days and all that. So it doesn't count those guys, but still, that's an incredible feat. I mean, I don't care. Who, I mean, if you're over 300 pounds and you're running less than five second 40, uh, you're doing something really right. So, uh, and then on top of that, Trayvon Walker is going to be a top 10 pick, should be a top 5 pick, should potentially even be a top 3 pick. If you're taking Pat Patrick, <laughs> I know exactly what you're about to say too. <laughs> if you're taking Aiden Hutchinson <laughs> over Trayvon Walker, I want I want your job. I want answers. I want your job. <laughs> give give me answers. 
because I will I I'll, I I will fight to the death <laughs> defending defending you I mean if you take Tra- if, Trayvon Walker is going to be the guy in the NFL he's built for it he always has been he doesn't have a ton of tread on the tires and that's why this whole thing is beautiful like that's kind of what I'm scared about Jalen Carter next year because we he's going to be the guy and he and you know that's the crazy thing is that we had all these defensive linemen in this class and 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 outside linebackers and Jalen Carter might be the best one of all of them. <laughs> I feel pretty strongly saying that. And 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 Trayvon is should be a top ten pick. So if if you know it's a facto, Jalen should be a top five pick next year. Uh, yeah, your your math checks out and. Um... I, Does it? Yeah. <laughs> I was I trying. Think. I was just. I was keeping track. And you're no, it, it's it's absolutely right. I mean, Trayvon Walker. I think he and Devontae's draft stock. Let, let me take. I feel like I talk about this every year. The NFL Combine is just. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about it, and I think my my the most of my thoughts come from the fact that there's so much stock in it from an NFL scouting perspective. Like they yeah. really, they really take a lot of a lot from that. It doesn't. It only helps so many guys. You have to really stand. Like Chris Conley's a guy that stands out. He was right. he was a standout combine guy. It only you either skyrocket or it almost doesn't help you. Like it's one of those things. If you don't stand out at the combine and you don't have great times, it doesn't really matter if you're a good player or not. It, it's almost like you. You just shouldn't have done it to begin with. Like you should have just relied. I don't know. It's kind of funky. It to me sometimes they just spend so much time on it, um, and then if you don't do it, it's like, well, why didn't you do it? Do you not have the, do you not have the the horsepower to be able to? You're not fast enough, or you're not you're not strong enough to do the bench and all this kind of stuff. And so it gets it gets into a weird place. But that didn't matter for our guys this year. Um, I, I, I we are just so physically gifted and so talented across uh, across every facet of what the, the combine we had I mean Jordan Davis looked like a linebacker when he was doing those drills I mean he the way he was moving weaving except when he was hitting stuff he was hitting it a lot harder than any linebacker was hitting <laughs> and but he but he and Devonte both were it was beautiful to watch and you hear these guys on I, I loved going back and watching just NFL Network's coverage and hearing these yeah. guys watch them and just being just couldn't put words together they're just like making noises because they don't have words to describe what they're watching to see how big these guys are in person and how they're doing what they're doing and um if our draft stock couldn't get higher we owned the combine and they and it did and it really did, and our defensive guys even raised up higher because I've been saying, I, th- I mean, I think there's a there's a story around Jordan Davis, and a lot of people are like, well, he's just he's not out there every down, he's not he's not conditioned enough, he's yada yada yada. Jordan Davis has lost weight since the national championship game. He has leaned up, gotten stronger, and showed out out there. And Devontae Wyatt was turning heads. Devontae Wyatt to Georgia fans, Georgia fans knew how powerful and how gifted Devontae White has been all season. But everybody got right. to really see it during the combine and see him on his own, just nobody else looking. And everybody got to look at how physically gifted that guy is, and he showed out. And so his draft stock also skyrocketed. And then Trayvon Walker, to me, stole the show and um, and, and just played or uh, performed lights out as well. And those guys really made an impact. Um it was just all, uh, for all of our guys. It was a positive thing. The combine was a positive thing, and and our and we we sh- and we showed out in, in in every way, and um and I haven't looked at all the stats and everything that we did, but even in the long jumps, even in the just just stuff like that, we were it, it, we were always showing. You, like I said, just go back and look on those days on Twitter on on. When the combine was going on, and it was nothing but dogs. It was nothing but it was showing. I love the 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 graph where it shows the um, Jordan Davis beating uh, Baker Mayfield, Jameis Winston. They've got them all lined up (laughs) in the forty. And and if you go back and watch the forty, it's like he shouldn't do that. 
this man and then Devontae saying what they should not be able to do what they're doing. Doesn't make sense. It's it's no. stupid. And uh, and so I am just I'm so happy for our guys and, and to see them and then for them to do it in Indianapolis on the same field they had just won a national championship on, which was was pretty <laughs> yeah. cool. And yeah. uh, it, just just overall a plus when it comes to and we've been talking about defensive guys, offensive guys showed out too. Cook, Zamir, um, Pickens, uh, after having his ACL torn, just still coming off of that and still having a great 40 time, being a tall receiver and still just showing out. I mean, our guys just showed up and showed out. It was, uh, I think I asked you before we started, um, I was like, can you imagine just a few years ago if I told you that in this draft, in this combine this year, we would just own the combine just across, we would be the talk of the combine. (laughs) Shall I remind you that, not I think I said this last year, not five years ago, we had a single Georgia Bulldog drafted. <laughs> Isaiah McKenzie was the congrats, only... Congrats on the contract, Isaiah, by the way. He just got another yeah, new con- contract. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, you got a little extension there. Good, because pay that, man, because good gracious, <laughs> how in the hell did that ever happen? I don't care like who are our coaches. How is that possible? But, man, we have come so far. We're finally seeing these dividends pay out. And and from what Kirby has invested and reinvested in the program from top to bottom, and, 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 and not the least of which is recruiting, and, and, and honestly most of which <laughs> is recruiting. All of which. And, and, and and it's and that's what he says. I mean, it doesn't matter what aspect of the program it is. He is always talking about recruiting, man. And uh, and I think it shows. We've got. Uh, long story short, I, I think Arch Manning is planning his first official visit to be at Georgia uh, here in the next, uh, I think, month or so. Uh, so anyway, man, this is just one of those times where we need to sit back and realize, like, this is we are in the golden years right now. And and I know that people talk about the 80s and all that, and, and it's, it's true. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to take away from that. But we've got guys like Zamir White and James Cook running a, a 440, uh, excuse me, yeah, 44 and a 442, you know, respectively. And we're like, man, legends, Nick Chubb, and Sony Michelle, who are both like solid. Obviously, Nick Chubb's like one of the top three running backs in the NFL right now, and but both solid running backs. Sony Michelle just won a damn Super Bowl. Uh, second, second he's ever won a Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, crazy. But yeah, so the, two solid, solid running backs, legends of the University of Georgia, and they both ran a tenth of a second slower than Zamir White. And James Cook just did. I don't know about you, man, but I feel like these forty times this year were just really low. I mean, who was the kid? There was a kid from Baylor who ran like a four-two-three. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, to me, it was almost, and, and I. It, it was definitely they were definitely low, but I think too. You look at these guys running, especially like our guys, and these guys are running really fast. <laughs> they really are just hauling tater. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and but there, there definitely could have been something going on with the, how they were measuring them because they were all it was definitely there was a significant drop in the average uh, forty time uh, for sure. Um, but I also think too a lot of that is attributed to how they're preparing these guys and what they're and what they're doing and how they're training for this stuff because they're getting into that mode now much earlier. And they're training for the combine and doing these things much more, much more often at a, in a, a very different level, and that's just that's just the way it's it's going to go. Um, but I, I'm with you. I mean, imagine what Kirby is going to be able to do in just a couple months' time when he can walk into any recruit's home and say, "I just drafted 10% of the NFL draft." From this one team. Oh, and I also have a national championship. Oh, and I also just built this incredible facility that, like the like the saunas just come out of the ground or something, and like all this stuff, and it's just like, <laughs> and it's just you can't even explain it. And the and he's just gonna be able to say I have 
the mecca of college football right now is in Athens, Georgia. <laughs> and that's where you want to be. As it should be. Oh my God. <laughs> As it absolutely should be. And and it's and, and that's that's my thing is Kirby, there's nothing he doesn't have to be able to recruit these guys moving forward. He has every it, it, his but we have all like the, the University of Georgia has just said, Kirby, you you have what you need. Like we'll we'll give you what you need to be able to make this happen. And has has just laid it out there for him. And he's gonna capitalize on it. And and we've yeah. we've seen that this year. And he won a national championship in a way that people didn't think you could win national championships anymore. Not anymore. No, yeah, I completely agree. And he that's, did it. that's what's so special about the fact that we did it this year because you look at the last two national champions, and you're like, you got to score 600 points every freaking game, and that's and, and play some decent defense. You don't have to be you don't have to be like elite on defense, but you have to be elite on offense. And it just shifted. And don't get me wrong, I still think that most of the league is like that. But we showed that an elite defense and a very good, still a very good offense. I'm not trying to take away from because what do we we averaged like 30. Five points a game or something like that. I mean, we still had a great average. We scored 33 points against an Alabama team in the national championship. I don't give a rats. But, you know, what anybody thinks about that situation. And we were able to show that you don't have to have this once-in-a-lifetime offense to win a national championship in this, in this era of college football. Now, did we have a once-in-a-lifetime de- defense? I think we did. Yeah, considering we're looking at, and we, we'll get more into the draft and where we think guys are going to land and all that, probably the next episode. But considering, I mean, we got guys. We are looking at fourteen or fifteen guys that will likely be drafted, and then maybe I would say roughly two thirds of those will probably be in the top two or three rounds, For- and probably. For, up, up to potentially five will be first rounders. It's it's absolutely insane, and um, and the thing is, each one of those guys deserves it and has played with a has played with a passion and and did it in a way that um, they are going to be game changers in the NFL. I mean, they are they are guys. It get it just gets me excited thinking about what they came back to accomplish and what yeah. they what they the mission that they sought out to do and uh and did it in the way they did it and and just the the focus and the the intentionality and the goal of saying this team there was never a guy there was never one person there was never a there was never just a moment. It was the way, it was how the team, the way it connected and, and just over the course of the season made that happen. These guys are operating at a maturity level that I don't think we've seen on a team ever. And and yep. and that is a testament to what guys like Jordan and Devontae coming back and, and, and setting the foundation for what this team could be. And uh, that maturity level uh, – just oozed through this team and, and and they every time they spoke they spoke the same message they talked the same way every interview was the exact same it was all the same stuff it was just they were all one one team on one mission and well, go back to the beginning of the year when we were talking about Kirk Herbstreet was what what game was it where he interviewed a lot of the defensive players and he asked Nolan he's like so like you know what? How do you know what you need to do? Like what what what's your assignment on on any given play or something like that? And he said, <laughs> "We do whatever that man tells us to do." Pointed to Kobe Dean, and and that's the kind of leadership that we got to have on this. But it's not even just like like Nolan is a leader, and I think or was a leader and continues to be a leader on this team, and um, and so it's like you got to have a little bit of humility there because. They're the same class, you know. They're the same age, and so it's like you when you realize when your guys that are already leaders on the team realize that there's a, a general that is leading them as as leaders of the team. That's when you really have got that chemistry rolling, and that's I mean we hadn't seen that in a long time, 
And I, I would even say that 2017 team was, you know, there was some great leaders on that team, but it was not, it was not like tiered like that. You know, I feel like we have slowly built that over time, but it's, it is, it was a special thing seeing that last year with the talent and the leadership. It's, it was just a, a, I mean, we may not see that for a long time. I hope we do. I hope we see it every year. But it's it was a special special situation last year. Well, and they 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 showed up and showed out and, and all season, and then they did it again at the combine, and uh, it it really was it was cool to watch how us how the country had seen the country finally got to see. I guess all at one time, everybody was focused on our guys. At that moment of saying, "Okay, they won the national championship. Now I'm starting to see why." Like I, I, I guess yeah. just from the just yeah. the just the physical, the raw physical talent of these guys, and it was cool to watch the whole country react. I mean, you got fr- the the Rock tweeting about Jordan Davis, and it was just yeah. it was just like I mean, just how cool was it for a guy like him, a guy as humble as him to have the rock tweeting about your 40 time. Like if you had asked him two years ago, is, is Dwayne, the rock Johnson going to be tweeting about your 40 time at the NFL combine in, in two years. And who knows? He may have, he may be like, absolutely. But I, something tells me he's not, wouldn't have said that, but just, just that, just the thought of that and having NFL stars tweeting about, Holy cow, look at this guy and what he's doing. And, um, that was just really cool when these guys deserve it and uh and just to see them move up in the draft and get they about they're about to get paid and that is just such a that is they're about to have their lives changed in each spot they move up in the draft it's so significant when it comes to the dollars and so for them to show up and show out the way they did yeah. and to yeah. uh, and get the whole because now even though the combine is individual, their their just collective effort at the combine raised the raised the bar for all of them. It raised everybody, all of them up by how well they all did. And they're looking at them as a collective. Like the NFL is looking. If you've got that right. G on your on your jersey, and you're in the combine, who was it? There was one, some NFL analyst, ESPN guy, was like. Basically, it's just going to be like when it's your turn on the on the draft board, or as your turn comes up in the draft, it's like who's left from Georgia. I mean, I mean and it's and it, they're not wrong. I mean, because if you go in and look at this, there's a lot of guys from other teams. Nobody's talking about them because they're talking about yeah. our guys, and it's going. I'm 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 terrified to project right now because I think a lot of our guys have moved up in a very serious way after the after the combine. We're, we're gonna see, and like like we talked about, we're gonna have we'll we'll get further further in depth about this the next episode. But we will see more dogs drafted in the first three rounds, first two rounds, first 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 round <laughs> than than we ever have before. And it's gonna be a it's gonna be an awesome it's gonna be a great night for the University of Georgia. But it's also just like gonna be just I mean I'm so proud of these guys because. I think a lot of them did it so so much the the right way. I mean, these a lot of these guys, you know, you don't you you sit back and look at it. I mean, a lot of these guys are actually fourth year seniors, and so you know, you got your Devontae Wides, you got your JD ninety nines, you got your uh, Channing Tindall, you know, and these guys. So I think he was a senior. I'm pretty sure he was. But anyway, it's just one of those things, man. That these guys ended it the right way and they're going about this the right way they're handling and representing the university of georgia the right way and i couldn't be more proud that they are going out and doing this and and uh this will be the first time in a while that i've been like super excited to watch the draft so i'll be watching i'll be trying to watch it at least every second of the first like three rounds so well uh, i'm uh, should be fun man i'm excited i'm gonna i was gonna say i'm excited to think about kirby and i'm holding my phone up in my hand about all draft night, he's just going to be texting recruits and just be like, "Did you see that? Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all night long. Just, just did you see that? <laughs> just, he's oh a, my he's god, a, he's a master marketer, man. He, he, he really just he knows it, man. Um, 
but yeah, I'm I'm gonna just before we get to the next the next episode, I'm just gonna go ahead and say I think we get four in the first round. Mm. And that might be that may be conservative, but I think we get four. Um, so anyway, well, I'll, you'll have I'll, to tune in, you'll have to tune in next week to find out who those four are. Yeah, <laughs> these are facts. These are facts. <laughs> well, man, um, this has been good. We we waited too long, but I think it was it, it was good for us to collect ourselves again and um, get get on a little uh, our little off season break and um, we uh, it's just it has feel felt good to just get back and talk about this and uh, just enjoy this moment now i'm gonna uh I'm, I'm i say i'm gonna go to bed but i feel like i just need to watch a few highlights uh before i do that <laughs> just just to make sure i can sleep good tonight you know sometimes you just gotta you gotta yeah. do that just to you know just to get the mind right and so you can ha- dream good dreams and stuff but um but anyway this has been this has been awesome uh we'll, we like we said we're gonna talk about the uh talk about the draft and, and where we feel like guys are gonna go and uh it's gonna be busy. It's gonna be real busy. Yeah. <laughs> We're, I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. It's 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 one of those things that this has just never been the case. I mean, combine draft or whatever our entire. I mean, we've had some great teams. I mean, you go back and look at the O the O two team, the O five team in our lifetime. The Rick has has had some great teams. This is the first time in a long time that we have had this potential going in the combine and and obviously the results from the combine and then going into the draft. And so uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. We'll we'll try to get some. I I feel pretty confident about some of these uh, projections. Oh, also by the way, our kicker ran a four five <laughs> a four five five. Oh, sorry, not our kicker, our punter, our punter. Our punter ran a four five six, I think is what the official official time was. What the hell <laughs> is in the water around here? I need to go slurp some up right now, man. Uh, maybe I'll run a little bit quicker. Uh, but anyway, uh, brother, always good talking to you. Um, happy early birthday! Oh, thank if you. If we don't get together beforehand, and uh, Patrick's going to be joining the 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 thirty club here shortly. Woo, so woo. welcome, Thanks. welcome. I'm excited. Ready, ready to be there. Ready to join you guys. <laughs> hey, you get to you get to complain about like so much more stuff, like whenever your body aches and stuff. <laughs> Don't worry, my wife has uh, she's told me all about it. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, brother. Well, I'll uh, catch you soon. Hopefully, we'll get together next week and uh, go dogs. Dogs on top. Oh.